0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke.. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus told his disciples a parable: "Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher. But when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eyes, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own? You hypocrite. Remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter, In your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store of the goodness in his heart produces good. But an evil person out of a store of evil produces evil. For from the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Why is God so difficult? Why is God so hard on us? Take Elijah the prophet. God says to Elijah, go to the mountain of Mount Horeb, where I will meet you. It takes 40 days to go to Mount Horeb in the desert. There's no food for 40 days, no water, no mini-marts. Why does God make it so hard? What could he meet At the cafe across the street. Abraham. He tells Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your son at the designated mountain. So he chooses a mountain that's three days away. So for three days, poor Abraham's heart is breaking with grief because he's going to sacrifice his son. Why put him through all of that? Why don't you just get it over with? Joseph. Joseph is supposed to deliver a message to Pharaoh, to save the world from this awful famine that's going to take place for seven years. Simple. So God is going to reveal the message in a dream. But before the dream, his brothers get jealous of him. They sell him into slavery. And there, as he's a slave in Egypt, he's accused of a crime that he doesn't commit, and he's in prison. Can it get any worse? Can it get any worse? How come God doesn't have to make it so hard? Why did he just deliver the message? Why all the drama with it? Why is God so hard on us? Well, I bring this up because uh, the first reading in the book of Sirach tells us why God is difficult. (laughs) And the reason why is because God wants us to struggle. Why does God want us to struggle? So we'll get strong. When we're strong, we're good at life. When we're good at life, we're fulfilled. Let's go back to Elijah the prophet. He was one of the greatest prophets because he knew how to depend and trust in God in the most difficult situations. And he becomes the model for all the other prophets that are going to follow him. Look at Abraham. Abraham is the father of faith. How did he get to be the father of faith? Because he's good at it. Because of struggle. Joseph. Not only did Joseph unite and bring honor to his messed up dysfunctional family, but he brought honor to all the nations. I work out and uh, exercise, and one of my exercises, I do pull-ups. But before I do my pull-ups, I do power jumps. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Because my my legs hurt. I'm out of breath, and I'm supposed to do now pull-ups? The reason why is because it's effective. I'm almost 60 years old. I'm in better shape than I was when I wasn't 35 years old. I sleep great right at night. <laughs> I have more energy during the day. My life is better because of this struggle. Remember the three young men in the book of Daniel? So the king, Nebuchadnezzar, the, the, the emperor of uh, the of, Bab- of, the Bab- of Babylon, Goes to, the, goes to the three young men and, and says to them, I want you to worship the statue that I tell you to worship. Those are the three young men not going to worship the statue. They defy the, the, the emperor, the leader. He is livid. So he, so he heats up the furnace that's red hot seven times. You know, it takes time to heat up an oven seven times over. So there are the three young men in the waiting room waiting for the furnace to heat up Seven times. Now what do you think the three young men are thinking about while they're waiting to be put into this oven? Maybe they're thinking about death and I don't know if I want to die today. Maybe they're thinking about their future plans, the nice house that we're going to build, and all those plans are now going to be be taken away. Maybe they're thinking about their wives and kids. Maybe they're thinking about the messenger that is going to tell the bad news about their death to their parents. It's in the waiting room that we fold under pressure. But the three young men don't fold. And the reason why is because that's not what they're thinking about. They're not thinking about their loss, they're thinking opportunity. They're thinking that this is the moment that God is going to be glorified, this is the moment that God is going to be revealed. This is our moment. This is our time to do something great. Sure enough, they throw the three young men into the white hot oven. They close the door, and apparently the door, the, the door of the furnace had a window. So the Nebuchadnezzar and all of the men are looking through the window to see the three young men being disintegrated in the heat. And that's not what happened. They're untouched, walking around. So not only did God save the three young men but he converted the bad guys. Everyone in Babylon the whole empire began to worship the true God. Struggle. It's not fun. If you see me at the end of my workout it's not pretty. It's, I never say oh that was easy oh I'm good at this. That's not the nature of struggle. Struggle is hard. But when we struggle, don't think about the hardness or the loss or the difficulty. Think opportunity. Opportunity to do something great with God.